die with memories and not with dreams. Memories are things that you've done and dreams are things that you wish you would have done. And you do not want to get at the end of your life with regrets and you do not want to resent your spouse. You don't want to live your life with would have, could have, should have. Go for your dreams. You are tuning in to the Constance Carter. Ask Constance is Friday and I am taking all your questions. Your, 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 your Constance Carter questions. So we're going to have a conversation. We're going to have a discussion. Let's talk. Ask me any of your questions. And while you're tuning in, while you're coming in, I want to make sure that you are joining or you're following the Fly Nubian Queen, Fly Nubian Money um, partnership with Dr. Boyce Watkins um, that you are following Constance Carter or Constance. I'm just Constance now. I dropped the Carter, you guys. My kids said it was cool. So I'm just Constance, but you can still follow me on I am Constance Carter on uh, YouTube and or actually CC the CEO on YouTube. Uh, I am Constance Carter on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Facebook and Instagram won't let me change my name. They won't let us just to be great. Being ready to tell you some pre-questions because people will send me questions during the week. And, um, but if you have any questions for me and that's, you know, regarding real estate, that's regarding, you know, how to grow your money and not blow your money. That's regarding credit. That's regarding finance. Even, I even have a question about relationships, mine specifically. Um, so whatever questions that you have, make sure you put it in the comments and I'll make sure that I be sure to answer your questions. Who am I? Why do you want my advice? Why do you want to ask me anything? Well, um, I'm Constance. I've been uh, in the real estate business for over 20 years and I went from broke, bankrupt and bad credit to building the largest black owned real estate firm in California and uh, have a few best-selling books. I'm a TEDx speaker. I had a viral TEDx uh, TED talk. Um, did very, very well. Um, if you have a moment, uh, take a look at it. It's called Google That Shit, Investments That We Can Make to Close the Wealth Gap. Um, that's my passion is closing the wealth gap. So that's who I am. Um, I've made a, some really great investments um, in cannabis, in real estate, have some Airbnb, some some uh, some residential real estate. So, you know, ask me questions about those things. Ask me questions about how to get some assets or how to grow your money or how to improve your credit. Uh, my best-selling book is about credit. So how do, how do you improve your credit? I can help you. I've helped thousands of people. I helped thousands of people get into homes, build their wealth. So these are questions that you could ask me. Somebody asked me, see, I can't even read my own writing. Somebody asked me, what should single moms do to start building wealth? I'm a single mom. What should I do to start building wealth? Do we have any single moms that are watching today? Um, if you are a single mom, if you know a single mom, if you love a single mom, if you got a single mom friend, put it in the comments box. Put in the comment box. What what is your relationship to a single mom? You're you are a single mom. You have you know a single mom. Um, you have a relationship with a single mom. There are so many things you could do to start. And, you know, one of the things that kind of irked me is when you look at social media, you look at Instagram and especially Instagram, right? Instagram is the place for the floss, floss, floss. Everybody wants to get rich quick. And I want to say a good portion of the people who are, what's up, single dad? Okay. All right. What you look like, single dad? Because I'm a single mom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, the thing about um uh, social media is you only get a snapshot or you get a, a fake story, fake news about people's lives. And so what you see about these people who are doing these, I, I see all kinds of stuff. People will DM me and be like, Hey, is this true? Can I do this? It'll be about how to set up an LLC on top of an LLC and take this and, and or, or, uh, you know, you can get a, uh, they have to remove collections after two years, like just some fake stuff. And people just put, be putting anything on there and people be believing. I mean, thousands of people believe it. So half of what you hear about, you know, 
getting rich or making millions is not correct. You know, it's something that you have to build over time. Okay. You have to build a solid foundation. Um, I've been uh, blessed enough to have some of this, you know, some of this, um, but it's gone, you know, pretty slowly. It hasn't skyrocketed because when you skyrocket, I know a lady who um, she, she started a clothing line. Uh, forget the lady's name. If you ever heard of clothing line, nasty gal. Um, I, I seen her, I met her at Facebook and she tells a story about how she built her business and just overnight it skyrocketed. Like she made like $50 million or 500, it's something crazy, astronomical amount she made very fast. And then she lost it all very fast. You know why? Because she did not have a solid foundation. There was no solid foundation that she had to build her business on. And so it's important because you you see why uh, well, I think it was like 80 percent of NFL players end up becoming bankrupt, you know, within five years after retiring from the NFL because they don't have any financial IQ. So having that financial IQ is important. So doing small things, small things now. OK, the Bible says that we have we should have seven, no eight revenue streams in case of a disaster strike. So the first thing I'll say is make sure you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. That ain't the lick. Make sure you have more than one. Make sure you're not depending on just your job. Make sure you ain't depending on the government for show, sure. you know, have more than one revenue stream. So if you have a job, get you a side hustle, do something that's going to create some type of passive income, invest in things that's going to grow your money. You are right. Fast money go fast. Yes. Um, there are so many things. So um, first thing is get you multiple revenue streams. OK, the second is invest in some way. Um, I did a reel and I haven't put it out yet, but I just did. I just thought about this. So one of the things, you know, I have I have kids. Of course, every single thing I do is for my children. Every dollar that I make is to provide some kind of life for them. Of course, you know, for myself too, right? You know, a little, little something for me too. I, I like to be able to travel. I can get up and go whenever I want to. It's a beautiful thing to be able to do. I like to um, treat myself to um, concerts. Like I just bought another concert today and bought a concert yesterday. And I and I buy front row tickets. These are three, $400 a, a pack. I like to be able to do things. I like to have that freedom to not be held back to do things. Um, but the thing about it is making sure that you are making investments so that you can get an ROI. So the other day um, I was talking to my son. My son was asking me, um, you know, for some money. And I was like, I had, I bought him a car. He wants to get another car. And so he's been asking me, I'm, I'm the sole supporter of my children. Sole supporter. That's it. And so um, he was asking me for money for a car. I had already bought him a car um, in California. So he needs a car out here. And uh, one of the things that I did is I few uh, I think two years ago is when Acorns and I know I always talk about Acorns, but Acorns um, put together this thing. It's it's a it's a custodial account that you can do for your kids, and I think it's only about two years old because as soon as they came out with it, I was like, bet I'm gonna do this for my kids. So I put I forget how much money I put in there a week for my three boys. These are for your three minors. So I put money in there every week and it just accumulates, accumulates, accumulates. And so it accumulated to thousands of dollars that I had totally forgot that was there. And um, my son, um, he was asking for money to help buy a car. And uh, I was like, you know, I was really kind of adamant about helping so much because he has another parent. And um, so I, I thought about it and I said, you know what? I got this Acorns account for you 
and I don't even know how much money is in there. What's a couple hundred dollars? Turns out it was thousands of dollars in this Acorns account that I totally forgot. It just takes my money and then it invested in the stock market for him. And so it was thousands upon thousands of dollars. And so I was like, okay, I'll release this because he's he's no longer a minor. This is now, he's now 18. It's no longer a custodial account. Now it's his account. He's an adult, but the stipulation is he'll use a, a portion of it for um, his car but the rest of it has to go back into acorns and then he has to start investing. So the thing is I'm making, I'm, I'm not only invested for him and this was an easy thing to do because all I did was set up something to where, you know, $50 a week, I think was going in for each of my boys, something like that. And or was it $200? I can't remember, but um, now he has to invest. So now I've invested for him and then I've created an investor in him. Ooh, bars. I invested in him. I invested for him and I created an investor in him. So that's one of the things you can do as a single mom is you can start or a single dad or if you if you if you have if you have a spouse or whatever. But one of the things is you could do this to make your kids an investor. You can be an investor, you can invest for them and then you can also make them an investor. So now that he's 18, he has a job. I told him you cannot take out all this money. This is the amount of money that you could take out, but you got to attach your account now to Acorns. And I want you to put aside 10% of your monthly, your net monthly income. I told him 10% of what he brings home has to go in there. And then he has to attach his Acorns. So he's also investing his change. So now he's becoming an investor as well. So that's, um, that's one of the things that you can do as well. Um, Casey said, our credit card is supposed to hit you with interest fees monthly, even even if you haven't used it, um, if you have a zero balance, they cannot hit you with interest because you're paying interest on what? There's no interest for them to, to charge you. So if you have a zero balance and there's no interest, but they can charge you with a fee, it is not interest because interest has to be on something. So if it's zero balance, there's no interest, but they can hit you with a monthly fee. Yeah, depending on the credit card company. Some of them have monthly fees. Some of them have no monthly fees. Some of them have annual fees, but they cannot hit you with interest if there is no balance. All right. So thank you for that. Um, um, anybody have any other questions while I read this other question? Because, you know, your girl can't see. Um, but the, if you have questions, drop them in, drop them in. Um, oh, somebody said, how do I get my husband to support my dream? Whew, that is a, a, a good one. Um, how do I get my husband to support my dream? Um, I don't know what your dream is, uh, but here's the thing I say. Your dream is your dream. And of course, um, when you become married, two become one and you guys are one, right? If you believe in the Bible and you believe what the Bible says, you guys are one. And so then there, come, there has to be a, an understanding between the two of you if you are pursuing a dream. There has to be some commonality here. OK, but I also want to share with you that your dream is your dream. And regardless of it, if it's supported or not by your spouse, you, if you do not pursue your dream, you are going to end up um, um, uh, resenting. That's the word I want to use. You're going to end up resenting your spouse. So, um, you know, you have to you know, you, you have to definitely um, consider consult with your spouse. Um, but you know, you do it, make sure whatever your dream is, it's not, uh, disrupting your household, um, and, you know, pursue it. But, uh, George Frazier has uh, a saying that he, he, uh, rolled out when he and I had a discussion on my platform, he said, die with memories, 
and not with dreams. Memories are things that you wish you would. I mean, dreams are things that you've done. No, memories are things that you've done and dreams are things that you wish you would have done. And you do not want to get at the end of your life with regrets and you do not want to resent your spouse. You don't want to um, live your life with would have, could have, should have. Go for your dreams and you can live in abundance. And then, you know, at some point he might catch on and say, hey, you know what? You was right. So um, how do you find things to invest your money in to build wealth? That's a great question, Tiffany. There are several things. Um, I would say you can invest in the stock market um, and you can start out with acorns. You can start off with uh, Robin Hood. There is everything online. You can, you at everything is online. Like Google that shit, you know, and, and you know, and so in, I have a, a cohort, it's called the net seven collective. It's where I'm helping a hundred black women increase their net worth by a million dollars. So dope. So dope. Uh, we have such an awesome community of women and um, you know, they, I don't know, somebody said um, we were talking about the, 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 the beauty of AI. Oh my God, it, it is crazy. And so you can basically write a college thesis on AI. There are so many things that you could do. And we were talking about, cause we're right now we're at the stage where we're talking about building businesses, uh, building empires and funding the businesses and all that stuff. And so, um, so, you know, on my, my Ted talk is called Google that shit. And so now AI that shit. So the reason why I say that is, um, because you can go and look on, go to chat GTP or go to chat uh, AI and it will give you the answers to everything. If I had another phone here, I would um, go to chat GTP and say, what's the best uh, vehicle to invest in and let chat GTP tell you what the best vehicle or what's one of the easiest ways. But I would say, or I would go start investing in Robinhood. I would go to Robinhood and that's it. And, and Casey said fidelity, right? Fidelity is, is a little, is a little, um, less user-friendly fidelity is you know a little bit more advanced than robin hood and that's the reason why i always talk about robin Hood because a lot of my, the people that i talk to they're not as advanced they need that entry level so go to robin hood um robin hood is very user-friendly and then go to ai and say uh, chat gtp and say what are the best stocks to invest in right now or what are the best stocks that have had the greatest growth over the past six months or all of that so ask ai and ai will tell you chat gtp will tell you it's the move. My son right here who keep looking in the camera. What do you, huh? Come here. Oh, this kid right here. He act like he don't want to get you, in. You, but have he can't to ask, you have to ask very specific questions. Bro. Okay. He said, come here. You have to ask very specific questions. Do not spill that on my couch. You have to ask. I'm on, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. You have to ask very specific questions to AI, right? Mm -hmm. And so what, what are some things that so when you, when you ask generic, when you ask generic questions, it'll act like it can't answer it for you. Get over it. A lot of times it's in disclosed information. He's basically saying you have to ask very specific questions on chat. Like if you ask her, what are the top five best stocks right now? It's not going to tell you. What is it going to tell you? It's going to be like, oh, I can't do this because of this reason. But if you're like. No, no, no. Put, put it in your, put it in your AI. My phone's not. I'm not. I got away my phone. We'll go get your phone. We'll come back. But if you tell it like. All right. What, what should, what what should we be telling him? What stocks? What come here? Stocks that have a hundred percent growth over this time, then it will tell you something. Okay, like so when you go to Chat GTP, ask for what five stocks had a hundred percent growth over the last three months, and then you invest. Then you start investing there, and you can start small. You don't have to. You can you can you can invest in fractional stocks. 
So you don't have to buy the whole stock. So say a stock is a thousand dollars. You could put $50 on a stock. You don't have to buy the whole thing, but start. That's a, a great way to start. Okay. That's number one, one place you could start investing. Um, the other thing is investing in yourself. So um, I always, I have coaches, I have trainers, I educate myself, I'm taking classes, investing in you is your best investment, you are a sure thing, you are your biggest commodity, and if you are willing to put the money and the investment in yourself, my son came back with his phone, um, then that is going to supersede everything, so um, if you have the, if you have money and there's an opportunity for you to invest in yourself, definitely, definitely, definitely invest in yourself. Um, somebody said, I received a gift from God, which is artwork. I have a passion for art. What will be a good side hustle? That is a great question. Davey said he has a passion. He has a gift from God to, to create art and he wants to create a side hustle. You can go online and you could sell your art online. You can do a training where you're teaching people very simple ways that they can start. There are a lot of people who want to be artists. I don't know how to draw, but it would be so awesome if you created a training online where you are giving basics to creating something pretty, maybe that's easy or then it come it comes complex. So maybe you have a, a training for an entry level um, person who wants to do art, or maybe there's a certain technique that you do within your art, but you do a training, you put it online. So you go on, my boy has a, um, a, 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 a training platform called Maestro. You can use Teachable. You can use Kajabi. These are training platforms that you could put your training on. So what you do, this is what you do. You get a camera, you do a lesson, step-by-step. Step. Here's uh, module one, lesson one. This is draw the eyes, draw the nose. I don't know how artists do it, but you give them step-by-step -step lessons. And then you put this, you upload it to one of these training platforms, and then you start to sell it. And say you sell it for $19.99 or you sell it for $99. It just all depends. You get a thousand people to buy it at $20. How much is that? That's $20,000 that you've just made. Say you get a thousand people to buy it a month at $19 or $20. That's $20,000 per month that you can make with your God-given talent, Davey. So there's definitely things that you can do with that God-given talent to where you can monetize and have a side hustle and make money while you sleep. Does that make sense? I hope it do. Um, so thank you. I'm, I'm glad. Thank you, Tiffany. Also, I'm glad you appreciate it. Um, oh, Casey said, do logos for business. Does anybody else have um, um, graphic design? You could do graphic design. You could get a side hustle on Fiverr or Upwork. You can get a side hustle. Um, so you could do that. You could be a graphic artist. You could be a, uh, do a side hustle on um, any of those platforms. Is that anybody in here use Fiverr? That's a great thing. Maybe you might have a nice voice and you could do voiceovers. You could do storytelling. Maybe you're an admin or you can do some administrative tax, tasks going up. Or maybe you're an editor. Maybe you like to edit things. There are so many things that you could do as a side hustle where you're making extra money. You can make an extra 10 grand a month just doing side hustles. Um. Ark said, can you review chat GTP stock investing advice? Warren, did you try? Mm -hmm. Did you look at chat GTP? This boy. It says, when I said best stocks to invest in right now, I said, I'm sorry, but as an AI language model. Okay, so don't, don't say best. Just say, what are the top five I stocks that are? What top are five stocks with the hugest growth over the last five years. 
They gave me Tesla. All right. So bet. So you can't ask it. Just like he said, my son said, you got to be very specific when you're asking chat GTP. You can't say what are the best stocks because they're, they're, they can't give you. That's an opinion, right? But he said, what are the top stocks that have had the hundred or the best growth over the, over the past five years? And chat GTP gave him the answer. What are they? Tesla. Tesla. Amazon. Amazon. NVIDIA. NVIDIA. Netflix, Netflix, and Microsoft. and Microsoft. All right. So you could use chat GTP, start investing at a very, you know, very small. And again, you don't have to put hundreds of dollars in. I remember I was speaking to um, this group at, uh, for fathers and family, which is a, it, which is a organization, a nonprofit in Stockton, California. And it, it, they, they, um, they focus on at risk young men who just come out of prison. And, uh, and so it's a lot of black and Hispanic young men there. So I was talking to him just about investing and things like that. And I remember this young man said, you mean to tell me that I could make more money in the stock game than in the dice game? And I was like, yeah, young man, you can. And he was like, mine was blown. Right. I was like so happy. But then a few months later he got killed, but just the possibilities that mindset, that mindset shift. All right, you guys. This is the point where you share. All right. I want you guys to share and hit that like button, please. If you hit the like button and if you hit the heart button and all that stuff, it's going to give me a little bit more visibility. It's going to allow people, more people to see what I'm talking about. So make sure you're hitting the like button, make sure you're sharing and make sure you are subscribing to Constance Carter, to the Fly Nubian Queen. Um, and I am, I'm answering all your questions. We talking money. We talking money today, honey. Um, we talking finances. We talking about, um, how to grow your money and not blow your money. So if you have any questions, put them in the chat box, put them in the chat. I see people coming in. Um, somebody said, are there any advantages to buying a house with an EIN or LLC versus buying it individually and then placing it in the LLC later? Okay. So first of all, if you're buying it in the EIN or the LLC, um, the advantages are you're, you're, you're limiting your personal liability. So now you are not personally liable or responsible for it. You're using the, the, um, you're using the company's, uh, credit to purchase the property. And so you, that is not going to be on your personal credit profile. So if you want to go out and buy some more stuff, you are not hampered by, um, the, 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 that property. However, if you're trying to buy in the name of an EIN or LLC, there has to be some things. You're going to have to be established. You're going to have to have some business credit. You're going to have to have some show, be able to show some financials. And if you can't show the financials, then you're going to have to put a lot of money down as opposed to buying it as an owner occupied or buying it in your name where you could purchase a home with, you know, three and a half percent down. So buying it in a, uh, in an LLC or EIN, it's good. Um, but you have to, um, you're going to have to put more money down and your, your rates are not going to be as forgivable or it's not forgivable as forgiving or as low as if you were to purchase it as an individual, the rates are going to be typically higher for a business. Um, but you know, I, so if you wanted to eventually put it into the EIN or to the, into the LLC's name, um, you know, that might be something that would help you limit your liability. However, if you purchase it in your individual name and then you put it in the LLC's name, the only thing it, it will help you with is to limit your personal liability if you have it set up as a business, but it's still going to be on your personal credit profile, which, you know, it's not going to really help when you're trying to buy multiple properties. Um, but you can do this technique because I know a lot of people talk. I know a lot of your influencers talk about it online, um, all this stuff about, you know, all it's not as easy as, as a lot of people say. And you do got to have some skin in the game. You got to have some money. 
So do you have 20, 30, 40% to put down? Then you can play that game. But if you don't got a whole lot of money to put down, that's not a game for you to be playing. Start small, start slow, put, you know, get your first house with three and a half percent down, 5% down, um, get that, take the equity, and then you start building if you don't have a lot of it to start off with, okay? Um, Davey said, that makes sense. That is money I need to get the training list you just named. I will forget. So Davey, I said, um, for these sites that will put your, your, um, your trainings on, they are Maestro. That is a black owned um, uh, uh, training platform, Maestro, M-I-E-S-T-R-O. You have Teachable, you have Kajabi. I work with Maestro and I work with Kajabi, okay? Oh, oh yeah, B Bob Ross, that's right. Do the numbers, do the numbers. Um, so ask Constance, um, you could do it live or you could do it. Um, uh, I, I would do it online. I would do it. I would pre-record it and then I would make it evergreen, which means they can go back and look at it over and over and over again. That's just mailbox money. That's money while you sleep. All right. All right. So put your questions in the comments. Um, and I'm at, and I'm, I've written down, um, questions that were already sent to me. Somebody asked me, what was one thing you would have done differently at 20? All right. So I am 47. I was telling my girlfriend yesterday, I'm forever 45. You know how they say forever 21. I'm forever 45. So I'm not going beyond 45. No, I'm kidding. I'm 40, I'm 47. And at 20, um, what would I do differently? I, I probably would have, this is what a lot of people tell you. I remember I was working at HP when I was 20. I had, I got really good jobs. I didn't go to college, but I had really good jobs and I did, you know, I was a really, really, really great worker and, uh, got paid exceptionally well at an early age. And one of the things that the people used to tell me is, you know, get in this 401k, start investing this money early. And I, and I did, and then I took the money out and then I never reinvested. So I wish I would have invested a lot earlier. So, um, at 20 years old, I would say that I would say invest a lot earlier, um, love my kids. So I can't say anything else, um, about anything else, but I would say invest a lot earlier. Um, see any other questions, go ahead and drop them in the comments. What does my credit have to be to build wealth? Okay. So that's a quick trick question. Cause what do you want to do with your credit to build wealth? So 80% of wealth in this country is generated through real estate. So if we're talking real estate, um, a 580 credit score is good enough to buy your first house with an FHA 3.5% down loan. Um, however, um, I wouldn't do it with a, three, with, a, with, a, with a 580. I would work on getting my credit up a little bit. I have training programs online. The Credit Repair Masterclass, I've helped thousands of people get their credit score up hundreds and hundreds of points within 30 days. I would do that. I would get your credit score up to a 640. 620 is cool, but 640 is even better because then you get premier pricing. Um, and then I will purchase a home. And then I will use that home as leverage to buy another home. And then I will use that home as leverage to buy another home. And I will just play Monopoly and I will buy the whole neighborhood. Then I will start, I will go from buying single family homes, if that's what you could buy, to buying multifamily homes. And then I will buy the block. I would do, that's what I would do. And you could do that with, if you don't have any money, you could do down payment, you could get down payment assistance. You know, that might be something, again, everybody talks about, you know, how they're doing stuff so fast. You thinking that they driving these Bentleys and Rolls Royces, a lot of them is driving them from scamming. 
But um, if you want to build, building takes time. It takes, you know, a little bit of time. So buy that first house. And as the equity grows, you buy the second house. And then you're diversifying your portfolio and you're investing in stock. And then you're investing in hopefully some businesses and you're doing some side hustles and you're investing in yourself. You're getting your knowledge and your wisdom up and you're learning and you're growing. And those are some things that I would do. Um, so Casey said, would she said, that's where I was going. Would you say you, your first property purchase can help build apps a freaking lootly. Um, and then my last question is, how did you get, how did you get rich? So how did I build my wealth? Um, just investments. Now, if if you just if you're new here, um, I went I, I, I got into real estate at 26, um, made a lot of money, made good money. You know, first year I made seventy thousand dollars. Second year I made over 100, never made under one hundred thousand um, dollars since then, since I was 26. So 20, 27, I was making six figures and at 33 ended up filing bankruptcy. Ooh, now I'm down. Credit's messed up. Everything is bad. But then I believed in myself. I invested in myself. So then I learned about credit. How do you, how do you, how do I get my credit back up? So then I started um, taking training to increase my credit. And so I did that. And then I, I started helping other people. And then I wrote, wrote a book about it. I used my hardships as a blueprint to help somebody else. So then I wrote books about credit. And this is why I opened up my own business. So I opened up, so I, I did something very, very well. So my passion and my, my love and my heart was really helping people. It's always been helping people and helping people build wealth was everything to me. So I was helping people in the vein of real estate. So then I did that really well. And then I, um, and then I built my real estate, uh, I built a real estate company, um, and just out of integrity and loving people and helping people and helping people grow and helping people just do things. I built a really great company and it went on to become the largest black owned real estate firm in California. And I tried to just like-minded people who have the same heart, same desire, same values as me. And, you know, in, in that, because that was, I did one thing very well, which was real estate. I built a business out of that, and all of the hardships that I had, then I started doing other things, which which generated other income, passive income. So the books. I mean, I ain't getting rich off the books, but the books were bestsellers. The books actually, they're the books. I made thousands of dollars. I made millions of dollars. I made thousands of dollars in the books. But the books has helped getting get me into doors, and the books has helped put me in front of people that I wouldn't normally be in front of. Um, and so, um, so then I started, you know, I saw the books and then, um, I started investing in real estate and I started flipping houses. And so then I took that money and I got into, you know, I was able to purchase, um, a, a dispensary. I, became, I was able to not, I'm not the sole investor. So I became one of the investors in a dispensary. And then I took that money and I bought some commercial property. And then I was able to buy some other real estate. And then I turned them into air. So it's just one thing, which I became really good at one thing. And then I took that and I capitalized on it and I created all of these other things from that one thing. So a lot of people tell you to, you know, get to side hustles and, and, um, be the jack of all trades, get really good at one thing and then let that thing open up doors for other things. 
those books aren't making me rich, but they're putting me in front of people. Some of you guys that are on here may have seen their books before you've seen me. I, in, in, when I was interviewing uh, women for my Net7 collective cohort, people from all over the, all over the country, because I interviewed over 100 women, people from all over the country, they were like, I got all your books and I got this. And, and I was surprised because you don't realize the impact. You do it. And, you know, I, you know, I got 100,000 people almost on my on my Facebook page and 30 some thousand people on 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 my Instagram page. Right. I do. But you just I, you don't think about that. You don't think about that. People are really listening or people are really impacted by what you say. I just put information out here because I love you guys but you don't realize the impact. And so the books have just, you know, they've opened doors for other things. And my goal is to just to be in a position where I'm helping people. And uh, that's my life's work. My life's work is just to help people. And, and that's how I've always been. And that's the reason why I can get up every day. And when I, when I would go into the office, it didn't seem like work because when you love what you do, it doesn't seem like work. When you, when you are walking in your purpose, it doesn't seem like work. And so now I get to help women, specifically black women, to be able to change the trajectory of their lives by helping them build their their net worth to over seven figures. And it's a beautiful thing. I'm excited about it. I get to help um, just regular people that are like me, that are like you. I'm just a regular chick. So when I talk about the investments that I made, um, you'll never. And when I say ever see me driving around and and and. Um, you know, in a $200,000 car, I'm not going to show that. You see people, I, that's not my, I don't care nothing about that. That is so cringy to me. Um, but because why, <laughs> why I, I have, I had people and they might be watching. I've had people on my team that said, you know, Constance, you really need to show yourself, you know, in these different spaces, you know, sitting in first class or, or whatever. And it's like, why? or your Prada jumpsuit, or I, I, yeah. they will know you by the fruits that you bear. And so if I'm bearing good fruits and I'm helping people, then people are going to have to know me from that. And if, if it, if my popularity doesn't, popularity doesn't rise because I got on a hoodie and this hoodie is actually another revenue stream for me. This is actually one of my shirts that's on my site. It's called a conversation tee. If people don't, you know, if they can't take the information that I'm giving them, then, you know, it's what it is. They're not the people who want to listen to me. But I'm just a around, uh, an around the way chick from San Jose that I've, I've made some really good decisions. And I got kids that I hella love. And I'm able to get up and go and live the life that I want to live unapologetically. I ain't got to, you know, I don't got to wait to the first or I don't have, you know, I could do whatever I want to do. And that's the life that I have. And that's the life that I want to help other people to be able to obtain is to be able to do that, that freedom to be able to get up when I want to get up. So I get up when the sun is up, if I want to. Um, and it's a simple life, but it's a beautiful life. I can go anywhere in the world I want to. And so um, that's that's what it is. So anyway, I digress. I ranted, but it's really just getting good at one thing and creating something, multiple things out of the one thing. Um, and then, you know, be um, creating value for people, you know, having something where you create value for other people. Because if you could help other people in some way, God is always going to bless you. And what's fulfilling for me is sitting on the front row and watching other people and their lives change and transform as a result of, you know, 
fucking with me. So that's the thing. That's that's what it is. Um, let me see. Somebody said somebody said something on. Somebody said, I keep hearing people say, get a high interest savings account. Are there penalties involved in those? And can you withdraw from the account if you need the funds? Angela, that's a great question. People are talking about a high interest savings account, a savings account that that offers uh, compound interest. And um, so there are. So there are some CDs at your bank that offer compound interest. Um, there are different types of accounts. There are... Um, there are life insurance, uh, permanent life insurance policies, which I have. I have permanent life insurance policies. So um, I put a lot of money in there. So my cash value is high um, and I'm able to use it as a bank. So I actually use that as a bank. So not only am I able to take my money out, but I'm able to take a little bit more out and borrow against myself and put it back if I want to. If I don't put it back, then it only thing happens is when I die, less will go to my kids. So that money that I've put into this, this compounded, compounded interest account, it actually goes to my kids. So when I said in the beginning, everything I do is for my children. So, so the, so the dispensary money, it actually goes into a, an account of, for, with that generates compound interest and the compound interest is in a trust. And then it goes to my children. That's how I have, that's one of the things that I have set up. Another thing, if you if you just logged on, I talked about um, the acorns This that this young man over here, um, I just gave him, I just relinquished his acorns account, which had thousands of thousands of dollars in it, which I totally forgot about. But, you know, I was putting money in it every week. Um, but I've not only was investing for him, I've made him an investor as a result of that. And it what it did is took my change and it took my money and it invested in the stock market. And therefore now my son has money and now he can start investing. So I gave him a, a start for, to be able to invest. So you're welcome, Angela. Thank you for asking that question. Um, let me see. Hello, sisters. Listening listen toughly. God is good. What's up, Sheridan? Um, I think that was my last question on here. Um, but listen, I am doing a three-day training next Monday. And it is filling the hell up. And basically, I'm going to give you the five-step um, blueprint, the five-step framework to help you to grow your money and not blow your money. Um, it's going to be an hour. Nice. It'll probably be about two hours a day. No, maybe about an hour. I don't know. I might have you on two hours, an hour or two, but make sure you register for this training. It's going to be at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. And even if you're not able to be on live. If you register, you'll have access to the replay. So the replay will be, you know, that evening as well. So it'll be, it, but it'll only be available for the folks who register. So make sure you register for this because this is going to give you the blueprint. You're going to have worksheets, work, workbook, you're going to be able to follow along and you're going to have practical things that you can do to start building your financial IQ. Because it's not... Having money with no IQ is a disaster, a recipe for disaster. If you, what good is it to have all this money, just like these NFL players, and then be broke and bankrupt, just like these lottery winners? I want to give you the foundation to get up to where you need to go. Okay, so make sure you go to. Um, you could it's the if on Instagram the link is in my bio. It's the free three day training. If you are on Facebook, um, go to my website. I'm going to put the link. I'm going to put the website, ConstanceCarter.com and click on the link that says free 
three-day training. Um, and um, make sure that you, you, uh, you sign up for this class because I really want to help and empower as many people as possible. But don't just take this information. Share it with your folks. Share it with your people. Other people, the thing about closing the wealth gap, because that's where my passion lies, is helping to be able to do that. Um, when I was in high school, I was a president of the, B, the BSU, and my goal was to close the grade gap because African-Americans in our school district, our grade was a GP, our total GPA was like a D minus or something like that. So I've always been really passionate about helping black people to just get on the same playing field. And um, so that's this is my contribution to helping us to be able to do that. So make sure you uh, join the uh, the challenge, the three-day uh, training, not challenge, the three-day training so I can help you to grow your money and not blow your money. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Make sure you